my biggest mistake was prioritizing my business over my relationships. Do you ever worry about making mistakes in your coaching business? Or maybe you are terrified that you'll get something wrong. First off, don't panic. Everyone makes mistakes. Second, you are in the right place. Welcome to Coach Pony Podcast Season 3. This season is all about the mistakes that coaches make when building their businesses. From contracts to relationships to websites, we cover it all to save you time and stress. And most of all, to remind you that mistakes are normal. You are welcome. Welcome to the Coach Pony Podcast. And in this season, we're going to talk all about the different mistakes coaches can make along the way. Because you know what? Mistakes are normal at every level of business and at every niche. And so this is why for this season, I've brought in a co-host, the amazing Bobby Palmer from Date Like a Grown Up. We have different niches and we have different levels of business for six and seven figure coaches. And I wanted to share some of our mistakes because what you're going to discover is despite our different niches and our different business levels, a lot of the mistakes we make are the same. So I wanted to normalize that it's okay to make mistakes and you got to do it to move your business forwards. So with that, I want to introduce the lovely Bobby Palmer. Say hello, Bobby. Hey, Christy. And I was just thinking, I wonder why you invited me to talk about mistakes. (laughs) Should I take that personally? No, really, it's, I think it's really interesting to hear about mistakes from different perspectives and different business levels. And I thought, who better than Bobby Palmer, because you are so open and honest about the mistakes that you make. Yeah, it's important. So with that, today's focus is on relationship mistakes because you cannot start your business alone. You are going to rely on friends and family and mentors and peers and other people to help you along the way. And your relationship health is going to impact your business health. And a lot of coaches make a very specific mistake in their relationships when they start their business. And it's one that Bobby made. It's one that I made, and I really want to unpack it today. So Bobby's actually, we're going to dive into her business today in this mistake, but please be clear. I've made this very same mistake as well, uh, because it's really important to your business success. So let's kick it off. And I'm going to start with this question, Bobby, what was your biggest relationship mistake with your business? My biggest mistake was prioritizing my business over my relationships. All right. So let's dig into this because this is a common, common mistake. So first of all, tell me, what do you mean by prioritizing your business over relationships? What did that look like? It looked like 24 seven thinking about business, talking about business, working in my business, hundred hours a week working, What my husband wanted to do was always secondary to what I was working on at the time or what I had to work on next. And my friends, being with my friends was like, hi, how are you doing? Okay, let's talk about my business for two hours. It was just all about my business, which means to them, it was all about me. Hmm. So I think you've sort of hit the nail on the head here, but let's just really make it crystal clear. Tell me, why is this such a big mistake? Oh, it's so clear. First of all, I mean, the obvious part is the the big mistake is it ruins your relationships, right? But the part that also maybe you don't realize till you learn a lot later is it really keeps your business down. I mean, like you said, 
in order to be successful, you have to rely on your partners, your friends, your family, your peers. And so if you're ruining those relationships by obsessing and by being uninteresting and by sort of demanding and taking advantage of people and making it all about you, you don't get that help in your business. So it's sort of cyclical and it's no good for your personal life. It's no good for your heart and it's no good for your business. Yeah. No, that makes total sense to me. But tell me, you know, why, why do you think this is such a common mistake? Why did you end up prioritizing your business to the detriment of everything else? Tell me more about that. First of all, it's fun. Woo-hoo! It's really exciting, right? You make this huge decision in your life and you tell people about it. And so it's exciting. It's challenging. You want to, there's like this absolute, you know, compulsion to succeed, right? So you work on it and you work on it and you work on it and you're learning and you're trying and it all encompassing. And it seems so important. I mean, it is, it's so important. It's so important. And I think that's how we get caught up in it being the important thing, right? Like, no, honey, I can't go to that party that you really want to go to because I've got a lunch next week. And so they look at it as, well, it's three hours of your freaking time. Are you telling me you can't give me three hours? No, this is so important. Don't you understand how important this is? And I think that's what we do, right, Christy? We we want them to see it as a, on the level of importance that we do. And number one, it's a lot to expect of someone else all the time. When I'm going to launch and it's like the week before, I think it's realistic to expect my dude to just kind of leave me alone and and let me work or to help me when I need it, but not 24 seven, seven days a week for years. So you said two things, one of which is that it's fun. And I agree with you. There is something so thrilling when you finally step into your potential as a person and realize that coaching is your path and not only coaching, but building a business that allows you freedom and flexibility and to support your family. And there's something that's just so passionate about that. You can't help but share it. And so if this is you listening right now, I want to say, welcome. We love you. We're sending you a big hug. But then you said something else as well, which is so true. It sort of takes over your life because you want it to be successful. And so I want, I want you to unpack that a little bit further for me. So tell me more about how that showed up in your life. You wake up in the morning and you check your email. You want to see if people emailed you and to tell you how fabulous you are or that they read your blog and it was amazing or that you made a sale, right? So first thing in the morning, you're checking, how's my business doing? And then you've got 50 other things on your to-do list. And if you're like me, you've procrastinated. So you've got maybe 80. And then you've got clients to serve, hopefully, right? At the very beginning, you've got a couple and they're so important. And you're learning, so things go slower. You're, You're creating things from scratch from the beginning. I mean, I'm 12 years in, so luckily... There's not a lot of that anymore. Then there's the idea, well, do you have people on your team? Do you need help with this? Who do you talk to? I mean, there's so many decisions. It can be really exhausting. And if you're trying to do it all yourself, like if you're on the flip side and you're trying to do everything yourself and not talking to other people about it or not asking other people to help you, that's a whole nother thing too. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of time, a lot of time. Yeah. Starting a new business and being an entrepreneur of any shape is 
overwhelming and exhausting. And we need to just be upfront about that. It's learning a huge new career and a huge new skill all at the same time. And I think you touched on something and I want to unpack it even further, which is when you're a new coach, you want to be seen as credible. And so it's really important that you show up and you look good and you do this stuff. And that desire is human, right? Because you don't want to go to somewhere and have someone say, how's your business? And you say, oh, it's terrible. No, you want to say it's good. So I think your business can take over your life because you're trying so desperately to prove that you can do it while you learn. And so I think you touched on that, Bobby. And it's something that we want to keep in mind. That's, a, that's why it happens a lot. Coming from a place of good, you just want to be successful, but it can start to show up ugly yeah. as you get into it, as it sort of takes over, you know, cause it can exclude so many other things as you try to be successful. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And a couple of things. One is some of it's really fascinating, right? I mean, you're learning and, but also interacting with clients and helping clients. It really is interesting. And it's, it's like for what I do with date coaching, you learn so much about human nature. And if you want to learn like all your flaws and all your weaknesses, become an entrepreneur, right? I mean, you're learning about yourself like every freaking minute of the day, but that's interesting to you, <laughs> not to all your friends when you're at a dinner party. And the other thing I wanted to say is, you know, going, just stepping back for a minute, going to that three hour party, number one, you can, you don't need to work those three hours, but it's going to help your work when you do. I mean, that's what I finally learned. I mean, I finally hit bottom. My marriage almost ended because of this. I want that out there loud and clear. Yes, I'm a dating and relationship coach. I do this for a living. And two years into my business, I almost lost everything because I was so obsessed. And I had to hit bottom with my husband basically saying, you just better fix this. He should have said it earlier, by the way. Mm -hmm. But we get just wrapped up and it's super normal. And it's not good. It's not good for any part of your life. So finding the balance is what we have to do, right? I love that you shared that you, you kind of had to hit rock bottom with this, but you also, by saying that you kind of shared something interesting, which is by doing this entrepreneurial path and getting wrapped up in your business, a good thing came out of it, which is you uncovered a communications issue with your husband that might not have come to, to bear so clearly or so quickly if you hadn't started a business. So this mistake actually helped find something that might have impacted your marriage later. Is that fair? Yeah, it's fair. And it's big time. I mean, really big time. And I hope for other people, especially, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking, hmm, am I like, you know, really, could I be like that? And could I be making some changes with my friends and my partner? Don't wait to hit bottom like I do. That's why we're here, right? Talking about this for people. But yeah, it did uncover a lot of things. And it also uncovered... Because it was relatively early on in our marriage, too. Um, when he married me, I wasn't an entrepreneur. And that's different for you, right? Yeah. So I met my husband when we were both consultants, but we didn't start dating until I was about, um, not quite a year, but I was definitely into my business. So the person he met and dated was entrepreneur Christy Mims, not consulting Christy Mims. And we are very different people because I was equally as obsessed as Bobby. I made all of these same mistakes but my husband kind of came later to the game. So I didn't like, there was no bait and switch on him. He just had to deal with the devil right from the start. <laughs> One of the reasons we're doing this podcast and, you know, I, I said it before and I want to say it again is because mistakes happen. Mm -hmm. You will make them. Failure is inevitable and you will just move past it. It's just a lesson you need to learn. So I want to ask Bobby, 
going back in time, if you were to advise new coaches, what would you say you would have done differently and for them to think about, because their business is going to become all encompassing for a while, but what can they think about to make sure that their relationships don't suffer? You have to think about what you really need from other people. And more importantly though, is you have to think about how you want your life to be, right? Like, how do you want your life to be? Do you want your life to be weekends with your husband or your partner or your friends, you know, going away and relaxing by the beach or in the mountains or drinking or whatever you want to do? You know, do you want to have traditions with your loved ones? Do you want, I mean, if you want to work all the time, that's okay, but do it intentionally. That's what I would do differently. One of the things Bobby said to me before we started recording, and by the way, we're recording in beautiful San Miguel, which is amazing. We're actually together, which is awesome. And she said, you need to think about, you know, do you want to have, is your spouse comfortable where you spend weekends together? Or do you want to eat dinner together every night? Have those conversations Mm -hmm. with them as you start on this business process. So you're both aware of what the rules are, what the boundaries are. Is that fair? Oh yeah. It's really, really important. And it's hard. I mean, we're not even though this is what I do for a living, the idea of, you know, it's like the shoemaker's son has no shoes. Talking to my husband in advance and saying, hey, here's what I am thinking I'm doing for my business and here's what I think it's going to look like because we never really know and what do you, how do you feel about it and what do you need from me and what do I need from you and how can you help me? And those are all things that should have been done very, very early on. Maybe not like day one because you really don't know what you're up against. So I want to recap some of those questions. Here's what I think I need for my business. What do you need? How can you help me? What help are you willing to give? Yeah. I love, I love those questions. And can you also speak to friends too? Cause some folks aren't married and, or just, we all have great yeah, friends sure. that we don't want to lose. What would you suggest people say to their friends to help make those relationships strong in the beginning of the business? You know, I became a total and complete bore. I, talked about business all the time. So it got to the point where, you know, we'd be at a dinner party and Larry would literally interrupt me mid-sentence, which if you ever want to do that, Christy, if you ever want to really piss me off, interrupt me, like in public. But he used to have to do that to shut me up because I'd be just going droning on and on. So with friends, I just kept talking about business too. And they just became really bored. I mean, a little bit is one thing. I was being really self-centered, so that's not attractive at all. Who, you know, I wasn't listening to them because I was so into myself and what was going on with me, and I lost friends. I literally lost friends. There were people that were like, "I don't really want to I I know this now. I didn't know it then." And this was, you know, 10 years ago that are no longer in my life because they just got sick of me. It just makes me feel pretty crappy even to this day. So if you could go back in time, what would you do differently with your friends? I would talk to them in advance and I would warn them because it's not like you can just go, oh, I just won't talk about my business because it's so over-encompassing, right? So I would go back and I would just have really serious conversation with them and just say, look, I'm like so obsessed with this and I get that you're not. And I would give them permission to ask me to change the subject and or listen to them. That was literally what it was would have been required because I was so focused on myself and, and the biz. So just like I would in life now, you know, when you're going through certain parts of your life, I recommend that with 
any relationship when you're sort of feeling really, you know, self-centered and self-focused is just ask permission. It's okay to do it once in a while, right? I agree. And I'm hearing the theme again and again of communication and proactive communication. And I want to agree with you there too, because for me, I felt like once I started to get a lot of clients, I lost some of my mental ability to support some of my friends in the same way I had before because all of my energy was going to my clients. And I wish at the time I had tapped into my coaching skills. Like the good news is we all have these great communication skills because we're coaches and just proactively said, Hey, I'm really struggling. I don't have time to quite drop everything and spend two hours with you on the phone about something that doesn't feel that important to me right now, (laughs) you know, and maybe that's not quite the right way, but I think proactive communication is definitely the way to go. And to understand you're shifting into a different type of being. Yeah. You're a coach entrepreneur. That's different. Yeah. And it's okay to expect your loved ones that care about you to give you that, that space to be really excited and to be really interested and to be really into it and want to talk about it. And if they can't, because that does happen too, there are some people that just like wanted no part of it. And it was such a big part of my life. It's like when you're getting married or it's like when you are taking this wonderful trip and you want to talk about it, you have to have people allow you to do that. But again, not 24 seven, like we can do. (laughs) She's shaking her head and going, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Yes. I'm nodding very excitedly. So you can have expectations. I think it's realistic with your spouse, with your partner, with your friends to support you in that way of, of listening and even sometimes pretending like they care, but there has to be that balance. And if I could give a tip on this, I think give yourself some boundaries, you know, as a coach, know that this is hugely exciting to you, bring that passion, but periodically take a night off take a night off from your business and just be a human again and, you know, take a vacation from it every now and again and just let it go for a second or two just so you maintain a little bit more of that well-rounded human being, especially in the beginning. And that person will be a better coach and a better business person, not just a better partner and friend. So with that, I want to go to our lightning round where we share some fast tips to help you build better relationships that will support your business. But first, as always, we're brought to you by something sweet because the lightning round is the sweet part of this interview. And that is some amazing Colombian chocolate that Bobby gifted me when I showed up on her doorstep. I can't pronounce it because I am a terrible linguist, but it is 75% dark chocolate and I've eaten two thirds of it already. And I've not been here for that long. And in addition, the lightning round is brought to us by build a real business, which is the coach pony nine week, super detailed online program with real life support to help you build a business full of happy paying coaching clients. And if this sounds like something you want or need, come on over to coachpony.com forward slash Barb dash invite, B-A-R-B dash invite, and grab your invitation to join us and build your own dream business. All right, let us start the lightning round. So Bobby, are you ready? I'm ready. Go. Bobby, tip number one. Don't let your business control your life and your lifestyle. Do it the other way around. I love that. It's very true. You're in this business, not just to help people, but to design a life for yourself. So balance those things. How about you, Christy? Tip number two. 
Set expectations early on with your spouse, your friends, and your family about what you might need from them and what they're willing to give to you, and also how much you're going to work and when you can take downtime and vacations so that everyone feels cared for. And I would say that maybe you don't know how to do that. A lot of people don't know how to have those conversations, and that's a skill most of us need to learn. So don't be afraid to learn some skills and know in advance what you need and what your expectations are before you have the conversations. It'll go really well for you. All right, relationship tip number three. You can't and don't want to do this alone. It's just not fun that way. So you want to have other people be with you on this journey, but take our other two tips to make sure that it's advantageous for you and it makes you happy. Yeah, no business was built by itself. So you're going to need friends and family and peers and mentors. And they're all going to serve different purposes, but start collecting them because it's not fun to do this alone. Bobby's right. And we want to have fun. And we do want to have fun. That is why we are here. So to that end, we're about to wrap up this episode of the podcast. I hope you got something helpful from it. And the next episode is also going to talk about relationships, but it's going to talk about relationships with your clients. Yes, we're going to get into contracts and contract mistakes. So if that sounds good to you, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on the next episode. Now, before we go, again, our theme is to help normalize mistakes and make sure that you understand that they will happen and it is okay. So we want to close out by being super cheesy as we are. And are you ready, Bobby? I'm ready. Okay. One, two, three. Remember, Remember you can't, can't be great without me. <laughs> We totally made a mistake. Let's we're going to leave this in. Okay. One, two, three. Remember, you can't be great without making mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you loved this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. We appreciate you. And if you want to avoid more mistakes in your business, then join Build a Real Business, our nine-week online program to help you find happy paying clients. It's the step-by-step training and real live support you need to build a coaching business that you love. You can find it over at coachpony.com forward slash barb dash invite. That's coachpony.com forward slash B-A-R-B dash invite. Saddle up. Let's ride.